we are back after what we could exactly we're trying to get a a rhythm going you know if we don't we get lazy and abandon it so here we are one week after our um our uh our podcast on uh black lives matter and police brutality uh which by the way i don't think i told you this uh my dad listened to when he said he liked it very much so uh there's a thumbs up from him <laughs> oh yeah that's, i heard that he liked it very much that's great good feedback from I my think... father yeah um but we do we would appreciate it if uh anyone really um would listen and give us any kind of feedback regardless of uh, what side of the debate uh, you take we do love to hear um both both spectrums are sorry not both spectrums all um all points on the spectrum um we'd like to listen to all everyone so uh regardless of what you want to say please say it we will gladly listen and perhaps uh bring it up the next time we record uh but yeah sorry for sure we'll bring it up I th- yes i think there should be like uh, a, uh, a feedback uh, or comment section <laughs> that would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, reading reading your comments, reading your comments, <laughs> including, <laughs> including the trolls. I hate this podcast. Please stop recording. What lovely insight! <laughs> Downvote to oblivion, <laughs> or or thumbs down to oblivion if you're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, before further digression. Yes, before we uh, veer off topic uh, completely like we usually do, uh, this this week's episode kind of stems from uh, last week's one in that there's been an interesting discussion going on uh, about the police specifically. And uh, some of you who may have not heard or are not on social media... Uh, okay, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a bit of a side point. I'm not trashing anyone who doesn't take to social media. That's fine. That's your that's your uh, uh, choice. Uh, but yes, uh, for those of you who may not have seen or been part of the discussion online, there's a bit of an interesting discourse going on regarding the makeup of the law enforcement. Uh, system, the law system, and it has to do with the people involved in that we have a divide between good cops and bad cops, and whether or not we can have bad cops. And I thought it was interesting to not only discuss this idea where the policing system needs to be 100% perfect. I just thought, hey, why don't we go ahead and extend that to every kind of... I the way I think the way I framed it, or the way we framed it, when discussing this in our, in our uh, podcast chat, was how can we... or not how can we, it was more like discussing... Utopian ideals, um, ideals for an ideal society. So, uh, so I guess just to kick it off, uh, we could just uh, talk about 
the uh, the whole police debate. And oh, and I just completely lost my train of thought. It's gone. Uh, um, what was I saying? Um, uh, starting with uh, police debate and police debate. Yes, police debate. <laughs> it just it disappeared. Uh, but yes. Uh, so why don't we kick it off by uh, going back to the whole um, uh, police uh, brutality thing and uh, how the police should conduct themselves, because uh, that is what is the hot topic right now, and this discourse on basically every single social media platform and uh, every single news outlet's reporting it. Uh, so why don't we go into it and just answer the question... Could, you know, can there be bad cops? Or I'm not sure if that's the right way to uh, to phrase it, but you you get the gist of what I'm what I'm what I'm putting out here. Um, it's a good question, actually. But uh, I think there ha- there has to be like uh, some bad cops. Like, like they're not all. Perfect. I, I remember the during the G20 uh, summit in Toronto, uh, that one officer, Officer Bubbles, was he was so angry at that one protester for uh, blowing bubbles. But he didn't do anything. But he's just it just kind of like, you're gonna have cops with, who have this like uh, attitude who just arrest people for for simply uh, doing. Something mundane like that. Uh, it's not every like you don't know what's going on in their minds or whatever. So you can't really control that. You can probably mitigate it, but uh, you don't know what the cops are gonna do on a daily basis, depending on their daily uh, mental state. And I think it's important to uh, mitigate it, obviously. That's why probably uh, supporting police force in the sense of mental health is uh, probably the most important thing. But uh, you can't... I, I don't think you can get rid of the bad apples. It's just, yeah, for, it's unfortunately. It's, it's, it's very interesting... Uh, thing to think about because uh, I'm sure I'm sure you've heard uh, people comparing uh, the police profession to other professions um, and that you know when you when people say you know you can't have you, know, you can't have a bad a bad pilot for example when Hasina brought it up uh, when we were talking about it that day so similarly uh, you can't have bad cops but it's it's kind of tricky when you sort of quantify it like that because you know jobs like occupations like um, uh, being a pilot or uh, being a surgeon it's just so it's so highly specialized that I don't think you can really have you know bad people uh, but then again, uh, just thinking about it right now, what do people mean when they say bad cops, right? Do they mean uh, racist cops like uh, Derek Chauvin? 
or you know do they mean cops who are just bad at their job because there are plenty of cops who are bad at their job and are uh, good people is it a mixture of the two I think that's a question we need to put out. I never really thought about that, unfortunately, beforehand. I mean, we need to define, you know, what what is a bad cop, right? Because, like I said, you can be a good person, but you can be a bad cop, right? I mean, you, you could pass the fitness requirements, but, you know, maybe uh, you lack the mental fortitude to... Uh, draw your gun when you absolutely need to to protect uh, the public from like say I don't know uh, a mass shooter or a knife wielding maniac Uh, so you can have a good person make a bad cop you get what I'm saying am I making sense (laughs) yeah like um For instance, if the three other cops, apparently they were just rookies too, but uh, the three other cops uh, behind uh, Derek Chauvin, or Chauvin, uh, however you pronounce it, Uh, but uh, the three three other officers who didn't do anything, you could argue that if maybe they were... They're, they're trying to because apparently they were trying to uh, speak up about it. But uh, you think that maybe if they were a good cop, they probably, you know, they probably, uh, I don't know, do something else. Like they probably um, rest- restrain the uh, individual in a different matter. George Floyd, uh, but uh, I think that there, like the training that in, that's involved uh, to make the officer into like uh, who, or the training that's involved that that that, that goes into like police academy and everything. That 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 kind of defines whether they're going to be a good or a bad cop, or depending on that, in, in that uh, this definition, and uh, that if there's if there's anything to say about it, like if after the end of the training they still have this mental state issue or mental state problem, they're probably they're probably going to be acting out as a bad apple in the within the group, because it, it's kind of it's. That training is similar to the uh, training that they go through, like with all police forces and uh, the RCMP in Canada, uh, the military. If they if they don't pass that training, they like you can argue that they're going to act out in the future. Here's the thing, and it just came to me right now. Uh, how do you how do you test? that someone is going to be a racist. I mean, well, maybe not you could, racist. you could, um, for example, uh, I mean, you could have them run some theoretical uh, training course or, or do some exam, but in the field, I mean, there's no knowing 
you know, if they if they you know hide their beliefs from the public, and then you know while they're in the field, it sort of comes out like it did in uh, in Derek Chauvin's case. It it's, it's just such a difficult thing to do because. Oh God, <laughs> I I have notes here, but I'm not going by them because I I'm like seeing how like we can't approach it in such a direct manner. I mean, yeah, it's it's easier said than done because like, oh, racism's bad. Yeah, racism's bad, but the world is just so it's so diverse and there's just so many people, right? How can you? How can you test for these things, right? And, I mean, yeah, of course we should. I'm not saying we should. Um, we should try and weed out racism and and uh, bad apples. Um, in, the, in the case of either the cops and uh, George Floyd's murder. But it's just so difficult to actually come up, I feel, with something that would be not only appropriate, but effective uh, sort of combating these things. Of course, I think the the simplest thing to do would, uh, and the most effective, in my opinion, uh, would be education, you know, for, uh, for cops or potential cop recruits going into uh, police academies, you know, try and teach them, um, you know, especially if they come from... Uh, racist backgrounds. I'm not sure what a racist background is. Um, maybe their parents have a history of being racist. But, you know, just trying to sort of uh, re-educate them and alter their mindset so that they don't hold these beliefs and uh, doubt in a way that will uh, affect uh, certain communities in a negative way. But, but again, uh, if you know, if they are stuck in that mode of thinking and they adhere to it like it's like it's some sort of doctrine, they can still pass um, whatever uh, hypothetical tests you put out there, and you know they can hide those beliefs, and then, like I said, it could perhaps manifest in a negative way in the field. I don't know. It's but it's just so it's so. I, I complicated. don't think you can eliminate the racism. I think that the test has to be on their mental state, really, than anything. Because uh, if you think about it, a person who's racist, uh, who's in a stable mental state, will not act on that racism. The person who's in an unstable mental state is the one who's going to act, and this is probably the case with Derek Chauvin. Uh, basically, uh, he was he was probably in a really bad mental state and then they couldn't detect that in their whatever police academy training that he went through and that slipped through the cracks and that could be considered for sure sure, yeah for sure i mean uh i was gonna say no of course of course um when it comes to rewriting uh police techniques there could be uh no there should be um changes made to um Ah, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, changes made to uh, you know how uh, the methodology of how they sort of approach 
um, the apprehension of suspects. Of course, the the knee to the neck thing, knee to the head, was ridiculous and completely unnecessary. And stuff like that should probably be written out of uh, police training manuals and whatnot. But of course, of course, um, there needs to be a way for um, officers to restrain more um, uncooperative individuals. Uh, that doesn't involve putting a knee uh, on the neck. So there is there is that. But I I think we should be sort of went off topic there a bit. Um, or I went off topic there a bit because I don't I don't think. And I said this to Hasina in our chat, and I was thinking about it for like this entire week, and it might it might get me a couple of looks from uh, people, but I I don't think uh, you can uh, like you said too, you can't f- I don't think you can ever fully eliminate bad apples from from any job really when you think about it or jobs jobs as um, I want to say broad, you know, broad as uh, policing is, because let, let's face it, you need a certain amount of officers, I think, to look after an area, because we have a lot of people, especially in the states, you know, living in cities, um, they're like millions and millions and millions. It's it's not easy, you know, for a small police force. And I and I was I was thinking about this too. Um, I feel like the hours, the amount of hours that um, this the, this American uh, police system puts into training its its new recruits, it it has to do with trying to get as many officers as they can to sort of watch over such a large population. I mean, because if you look at cities like, I don't know, Chicago or or Detroit, I mean, their, their homicide rate and, you know, their crime rate is really, really bad, right? So, and of course you're going to need a lot more officers. So I think the question then, uh, from there, uh, we don't have to answer this because it's not necessarily part of our topic. But the qu- the question from there is, you know, how do you how do you maintain uh, those numbers that you require to sort of uh, uh, stand sentinel over a city while uh, while sort of integrating this uh, this new uh, reeducation. A program for cops, whatever that may be. I don't. I don't think you really can do it in a manner. I'm just just thinking here. I don't know. It's 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 a very interesting debate. I'm not I'm not entirely um, knowledgeable to say how. I, this goes to people, uh, sort of uh, who who are in charge of this, and they and they should look into it. But I I don't know. It's well, you know when you have millions of people and let's face it people can't police themselves uh, the abolish the police crowd is just ridiculous uh, people can't police themselves uh, we have criminals uh, regardless of what the police is doing and you know they need to be uh, sort of kept in line by law enforcement so I don't know it's I guess it just boils down to 
uh, we know when we're talking about bad cops, it just boils down to sort of, at least, at the very least, starting to discuss it. You know, within the police system, the police themselves need to discuss it and uh, put it up there uh, while they're training new recruits because it is a problem. But I don't, I don't see how you're going to eliminate it completely. Uh, for sure, uh, we need to mitigate it, like you said. But I just don't see how it's possible to completely eliminate it because I think bad apples and uh, you know, bad cops will always be there because. I know I'm going on here without without letting you speak, uh, but let me just uh, finish this one little point. You know, because it's it's the nature of the policing job. Uh, I think you know it. of power, and of course, you know when people are in that position, some of them um, negatively affected by it, in that they sort of abuse that. So those kind of positions, I feel, will always attract bad people, right? Uh, I mean, we can't have bad leaders, yet we have bad leaders, somehow, right? I mean, there's there's no way you can really alter that. It's, I feel like it's just a, uh, it's a human issue that will never be erased. Because, I mean, there's so many of us on this planet, and we're so diverse. Uh, not everyone is going to be the same, not everyone is going to share the same beliefs. So, I don't know, it's it's just too complicated an issue to, to I think, uh, you know, to, so we can't properly tackle it 100% uh, while achieving, you know, the complete results. Yeah, and uh, even as we can see from the uh, I think in, in none of it last week, we can't in Canada, we kind of have, we kind of pride ourselves on uh, being the opposite of the United States, but uh, even we have our instances of bad apples, as we can see uh, with that case where the indigenous, they, that intoxicated indigenous man was pretty much knocked over by a police car door. So, uh, it, it's kind of basically says that you can't eliminate it through training or anything. It's just something that will always be there based on the uh, whatever is going on in the uh, individual's mind at that point in time. Rather than trying to control and suppress it through like training or whatever. It, it's like I said it, it's just such a human issue because we and this sort of extends out to the broader topic that we're talking about uh, utopian ideals and this these uh, beliefs of a of a perfect world humans are so broad in their uh, behavior uh, the spectrum of behavior is just so broad. You can't you can't stop certain things from happening. Like you can't stop murder. Okay, uh, 
we can try and prevent it and we should try and prevent it and this goes for everything that will be discussed yes we need to try and mitigate these things but you can never stop them completely they will always be there and i think people need to realize that uh you know things like like this like this incident with george floyd and uh, they're gonna keep happening it will always keep happening uh, yes, uh, hopefully we can sort of reduce the number of times it happens, but it will keep occurring. It's not. It's not going to go away. It's just so. It's so deeply rooted in human nature. Um, I'm, I'm talking about uh, not not racism here, but <laughs> more of the the violent side of it. Uh, it it's just so uh, deeply rooted in human nature, and you have you have people. Who are more aggressive than uh, others? You have people who are more violent than others, and and yeah, and you see it. Um, and yeah, you know, starting from a young age, uh, even if you try and, and stop it, some kids just turn out uh, to be uh, violent in nature. Uh, of course, this is like. Uh, I, I can already hear the nature versus the nurture debate going on. But I, I just feel like some people are more inclined uh, uh, to act out in very uh, unfortunate ways. Really. And, oh gosh. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm walking on eggshells here. <laughs> it's like, what are you saying? You can't say that. I, I don't know. Okay, I'm just... Well, we uh, are just two dudes talking about this. I wish Asino was here, because I know she would have some great things to say, too. But... It, how, right? How can you negate this completely? I know it's it's very pessimistic and nihilistic to say that you can never do it. Um, but I think that's that's the reality. Uh, people need to understand. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Yeah, I guess it is. It, this part is really human nature. It's kind of reason why the first the story about the first murder of in humanity was committed by like uh, basically the first human being. <laughs> It's the story of the first human being because we don't want to be it's it's just a story but uh yeah it's basically saying how important or how important human impulse and human natural instincts come into play uh, during basically during life uh humans are very like they do things on a whim a lot of the times by uh emotion emotional reasons based on the uh, current situation and based on what's happening in the present rather than uh, I mean a lot of we are given the ability to think but a lot of the times that gets suppressed by uh, like emotionally charged responses that uh, are brought about by other human beings and sometimes you don't know what the other human being has done to maybe bring that that out 
And it, it's kind of interesting again, like, because we're not a psychologist or a psychoanalyst. But uh, it'll be interesting to dive more into that with more when we have, like, as you said, uh, Sina involved. I wish she, I wish she'd, uh, I think she's in Guelph right now with my parents, but I, I wish she was there uh, in Toronto with you so she could uh, talk about this. Because, um, it, it's, it's so, it's such a, a broad, uh, not broad, a complex, like it's a very complex topic. Because, um, you, I'm like, I'm like positive here, just like thinking, like, like Trudeau did on TV, that one, uh, not too long, too long ago, just, just thinking about my response, <laughs> uh, but, it's so, I, I don't know, like, how do you, how do you navigate this, uh, without starting a fire, you know, and I, I wanted to get to this topic, uh, not, not topic, this one, uh, question, cause, uh, not question, ah, um, I, I'm losing my words here today. Uh, this one statement, I think, is the the most appropriate thing. Um, I know we're kind of diving between things here, but uh, well, since we're already doing that, might as well. Yeah. Uh, I think I think you know what I wanted to bring up. It, it's uh, it's a very sensitive topic because of what it deals with. Uh, so just a, a trigger warning uh, for any of you who may um, tune in. Uh, it has to do with uh, sexual assault and and rape and whatnot. So uh, advanced trigger warning. There's this statement uh, that I'm sure people have seen. Um, I'm sure you've seen on social media and uh, put out there by um, academics that in order to sort of prevent uh, rape, uh, the best way to do that, according to them, is to teach men not to rape. Um, and whenever, whenever I see that, I, I just go... My reaction is, is sort of the same. Um, similar to how, how, I, how I had talked about... Uh, these these points on bad cops is like how how does that do anything right how does it how is it's just it's such an outrageous statement when you when you break it down first of all it <laughs> I'm gonna go on around here I'll try not to I'll try to keep uh, keep it within uh, the boundaries of what we're talking about here, uh, but you know, in a in a similar vein, right? Teaching men not to rape is not going to solve the problem because you know, yes, uh, most rapists, uh, most violent rapists, are men, but you know, not all men are rapists, right? I mean, you could take uh, ninety nine. Uh, sorry, 100 men of the population, and you know, 99 out of 100 are going to be normal people, right? And you, maybe you ha might have that one uh, crazed psycho who uh, wants to rape. So you know, teaching men not to rape isn't isn't going to do anything because 
you know, rapists will always be there, right? I mean, those kinds of people, again, will always be there. They're not going to disappear. And I think every every person, or you know, the majority of people on this planet, it's common sense for them to teach, you know, their kids to be, you know, decent people. But of course, you get you you're gonna get the odd one out, right? Who's going to have I don't know, a bad childhood, or uh, perhaps you know he was uh, sexually. Um, harassed or molested as a child and that sort of uh, again this is a more uh, a psychological analysis that I'm not I'm not uh, educated to be talking about but all those things perhaps contribute to an adulthood that, you know that points towards them being a sexual predator so teaching men not to rape is not going to do anything because most men aren't Rapists. I don't understand how why that's so difficult to comprehend, right? It's like you're going to be teaching something to a population that already knows that, and the the small percentage of, of that population that that uh, doesn't know that isn't going to care because you know if they're <laughs> if they're willing to, you know, commit that heinous act in the first place, what what makes you think they're going to listen to you? Right? It's like they they know what they're doing is wrong. You don't need them. You don't need. Uh, they don't need you. Sorry to tell them that it's wrong. They know it's wrong and they still do it. That's why they're criminals, right? Like, and, and you know, teaching them not to rape is not going to do anything because, again, it's. It's an issue that's been here uh, with us since the dawn of time and will continue to be with, with us until, um, you know, at the very end when this planet explodes and we all die <laughs> because the sun is going to go out or whatnot, you know, the, a very pessimistic outlook. But, you know, till the end of time, basically. It's always going to be there. I, I think that's the, that's the main point that we're trying to get at. Uh, when we discuss these things and then we're having trouble sort of putting it to words is that human issues are human issues they're going to be here they're not going to go away yes we should mitigate them but we can never remove them 100% from society because that's just the way we are as a species I mean thousands and thousands of years of you know of living um of experiencing this, it's not going to change. Um, it might we can dampen it. We should dampen it. Again, I'm just repeating myself here for some reason, but it's. I'm just trying to reiterate that point, and I hope people understand that is that these problems aren't going to go away. Ooh, someone messaged me on Discord. It's it's my boss. <laughs> sorry, I feared this would happen. Uh, but yeah, uh, sorry for going on there again. Yeah, and uh, even like you said, uh, it's a human problem, right? So you can't really, <coughs> unlike like um, comparing basically this issue, uh, you ca- you can't really. 
hammer it home to everybody and expect that it, it, things to change just uh, say or teaching everyone because a small fraction of uh, humanity itself is uh, are the ones committing these uh, acts of uh, violence and uh, sexual assault basically even no matter if they're male or female if you just hammer home oh rape is bad and what not it's kind of just gonna you know instill in instill the same thoughts in the same people and it's not gonna change anything it's not gonna change uh, what the uh, the actual future criminals are gonna do unless you're Unless you di- direct it into a different manner, say, uh, and uh, sort of address the root and uh, address those people directly and to ask them why, or to ask them their thoughts on uh, rape and sexual assault, basically uh, to to see how you can convince them otherwise, rather than. It basically starts uh, at zeroing zeroing in on those individuals rather than blanketly telling everybody because uh it's it's basically saying it's like shooting a gun i guess you you could shoot i haven't shot a gun but uh you could shoot a gun at uh, anybody and then basically you you could hit your target, or you could you you would like you might not hit your target, but uh, if you zero in on the target and uh, you aim for the head, basically you you, you got your target is uh, basically dead. So uh, if you zero in on that small population of people that are gonna commit crimes, you're basically going to have a more successful chance at uh, mitigating future incidents. And this goes for the same thing in the uh, police brutality case. Zeroing in on the ones that have this uh, those sort of tendencies to act out in violent you know, knee-jerking you know, no pun intended, knee-jerking moments of violence on emotional impulse you can actually figure out why and try to convince them otherwise to not to commit those uh, acts to other individuals when they're uh, out on patrol. Interesting point uh, that you mentioned, sort of zeroing in on certain individuals in the population. But you know, the when you when you sort of look at it under a microscope. Even even that, uh, taking it to that extent, it seems so so futile. Because, again, it, it circles back. Everything we talk about circles back to, to you know, to the the human population. I mean, I'm just there's just so many of us. I mean, there's like what seven billion people on this planet, and even if you know, say, um. We'll, we'll 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 throw a bone to the feminists out there, and we'll we'll talk about men specifically here. Uh, so you know you have half the half the population, okay? So you have like what um, I don't know four 
five million mountain men or sorry not million billion five billion men up there uh, and even if one percent of them were uh, were rapists right um, what's one percent of five billion that's that's a rhetorical question <laughs> no no need to actually look that up it's it's still a, a lot of people right we're, we're talking about thousands thousands of people who are still going to be bad right and that that one percent uh, no matter what you do it will it will come and go through the ages it's not gonna go anywhere and oh god I wanted to get I want to get into wealth here too and stuff I mean I mean ideally again in an ideal world uh, wealth would be so evenly distributed but we don't live in an ideal world and we never will live in an ideal world uh, wealth will always sort of uh, concentrate itself amongst uh, certain groups of people there always there will always be uh, divides in class uh, no matter what we do it's just it's just there i don't i don't know i'm not i don't feel qualified to talk about it in, in such a detail but that's that's just my belief and as as pessimistic and nihilistic it, it it sounds i just feel like it's it's realistic enough for people to accept that that's the case but you know take steps to try and and mitigate it um I mean, like, like what people are doing now, protesting against police brutality. Yes, we should do that. Protesting against racism. Yes, we should do that. Uh, reform the police system uh, in in the United States and and across the world to be more racially sensitive. Uh, yes, we should do that. But even then, um, you know that 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 one percent of the population, or even a smaller percentage that say goes into police work. It's not gonna. They're not gonna just vanish. They're still gonna be there. They're still gonna be racist. They're still gonna be uh, violent. And you know, when they're gone, there's gonna be another group that comes after them. I mean, that's that's just. That's, <laughs> I feel like 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 an anthropologist here, but I'm not an anthropologist or like a sociologist. <laughs> but that, they're gonna be there. All right, they're not gonna go anywhere. Um, it's impossible to eliminate them completely so I just feel like our approaches and our, our mindset needs to be based in reality um, so and when I, when I say that uh, going back to uh, uh, the topic of you know teaching men not to rape um, yeah sure you could I mean you should uh, tell your sons and even yet yeah, tell your daughters too because there are there are female rapists out there uh, you should tell them uh, uh, you know that's bad that's morally wrong um, you shouldn't do it um, but at the same time it's not outrageous to tell your children uh, tell your daughters specifically to to take precautions right I mean you know, telling them to be careful at night, uh, telling them to, uh, you know, maybe travel with a partner or a friend to places. It's not outrageous. It's not sexist to tell them to protect themselves. It's just being realistic. It's being logical. Am I 
Hello? Yeah. <laughs> it just like disappeared there for a second. Yeah, it's that's all uh, good points. And like, it's basically it, it comes to another point. Uh, what we can do as individuals in order to uh, make sure if we can't like basically if we can't solve the issue it goes back to the case of uh, mitigating it and what we can do as individuals to try and make sure that doesn't happen to uh, like us personally rather than uh, trying to fight against the people who commit those crimes or trying to mitigate those instances in those people's psyches I guess and uh, yeah, the the steps taken, you know, to be careful in the case of uh, like rape, and and also uh, trying to be like the steps taken to fight against or try try to maybe consider that oh the cops are might be brutal to me if they arrest or if they attempt to arrest maybe try you know instead of there's there's not much you can do to uh, put like to stop that but maybe there are things like you know uh, try videotaping it like the person did uh, videotape but instead of an, a third party videotaping and maybe the like maybe the victim has to start like videotaping it, or potential victim, just to try and uh, say that, oh, I got you on camera. People do 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 it, I mean, you've seen... Maybe put uh, body cams on cops. Oh, yeah, that's that's a must, I feel, that has to happen. Uh, Body cams, and body cams must remain on at all times. Uh, No no switching it off, like uh, some officers try and do. Uh, so yeah, it's. I mean, those are definitely steps that need to be taken um, in order to sort of uh, mitigate and reduce uh, incidents like this. But um, oh, sorry. Before we go on, a uh, quick time check. What are we at? Uh, Forty-six minutes. Okay, we should probably <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. Um. So yeah. Uh, this has just been uh, one big circle, as we've re- repeated this point time and time again um, throughout this episode bad people bad apples are always going to be there um, it's I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna just suddenly vanish overnight even with um, mass protesting that may or may not extend for weeks and months uh, they're always going to be there um, so we should we should take reasonable approaches I, f- I feel um, to uh, to tackling these issues Ooh, uh, I'm getting a little uh, burpy here for some reason um, but yeah reasonable approaches um, and yes uh, protesting uh, if you're wondering protesting uh, peaceful protesting uh, and uh, calling for uh, uh, the reformation and the restructuring of uh, this police system in America is a good approach. Um, uh, so thumbs up to that. That's that's what we should be doing. Um, calling for radical stuff 
like abolishing the police is not going to do anything, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, to for you people out there who may support that, that's not going to do anything. Um, so we need we need to we need to be logical with uh, the points we're trying to make because we need to understand that um, humans have you know intrinsic issues that aren't going to go anywhere. You know they've been with us for thousands of years and they're going to continue being with us for thousands of years more if the earth's going to last that long um but yeah that's that's just what i have to say i'm i'm not sure if you have anything else to add yeah i think we hammered home the main points basically there's there's very little like we can try and mitigate it as much as we can but as uh, he was giving even beings there's going to be those small cases of inc- or incidents that are going to uh happen. Uh, we just have to be prepared and sort of be vigilant when uh, encountering the s- circumstances or the, the situations in uh, to try and make it not happen at an individual level for ourselves rather than uh, at a collective level. Because if I guess if, if everybody tried to look after and try to take their individual precautions maybe we'd see probably less of this happening. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but like we'll probably see like uh, those cases of uh, rape or uh, police brutality in general. I know this is victim blaming for anyone who might claim that. It, it sounds <laughs> like it, but it, it, Taking- I don't think- I don't think taking, right, taking logical steps to protect yourself and telling people to take logical steps to protect themselves is not victim blaming. Okay, stop framing it like that. It's called common sense. If you know, if you're gonna walk down a neighborhood that is known for its murders, uh, no, known for its crime, then you're putting yourself at risk. Don't do it. Be reasonable. Okay. And, and you know, you, if you know your area is dangerous or a specific area is dangerous, then, you know, take precautions, please. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> and to put it bluntly, you know, don't be an idiot. Um, protect yourself because you need to. Because, you know, there are uh, vile people out there, like we said, who will do things no matter what you try and teach them. They're criminals, uh, they know what they're doing is wrong, and they will continue to do it. So, yeah, that's that's what I have to say uh, a second time. That's what I really have to say. <laughs> yeah, I guess when people say victim-blaming, they kind of associate more of it with, uh, you know, not dressing in a certain way to attract rapists. But I think that's, that, that's probably um, going a bit too far. I think the taking basic precautions and not walking alone at night, that's that's certainly not victim blame. And that shouldn't be put in the same basket as uh, uh, you know, the kind of clothes people wear. I guess. Because even for biking at night, like if you wanted to be, if you were you're saying that uh, visibility, if I want to be visible at night or uh, for other drivers... Like, a lot of people say that if a biker doesn't wear bright clothing, that, uh, they, they you know, it limits, it's basically their fault. But, I mean, if a, if a biker 
rides in the middle of the lane and doesn't wear bright clothing. He basically took his own precautions. It's another situation where basically if you take your own precautions you're not really it's not really blaming the victim it's just basically doing your due diligence in this. you have to you have to you can't you can't expect you know and it's unfortunate you I mean you can't expect the best out of everyone that that just doesn't happen you know that's that's not a reasonable thing a reasonable belief to have um it's it, it's unrealistic it's it's this ridiculous utopian belief that will you know, will never occur because of the nature of how, you know, how human beings. Uh, so, people, please uh, take your own precautions and uh, be reasonable out there. And, um, I, I think we, we we're approaching like 50 minutes by now, so um, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, please do contribute to this discussion, because I feel uh, it's a very complex topic that's that's very difficult to talk about. I mean, I, I was struggling here this episode to sort of formulate my thoughts, even, even though I had I have these points down here. It's it's just so it's such a complex and and diverse issue um, that I feel needs to be talked about uh, instead of sort of blindly uh, jumping on to uh, this 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 bandwagon for for rapid social change with. With ideas that that won't work uh, in society, that just won't, that will sort of struggle to to take off because you know you're going to be going against uh, you know the principles of of, of uh, human nature and whatnot. Um, so yeah, please do please do uh, join the discussion and uh, let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week. And uh, hopefully with uh, more of an opportunity to formulate opinions better <laughs> and uh, yes obviously leave your feedback on maybe if we did anything if we said in, or did anything wrong please we appreciate the feedback thank you and see you on the next one